welcome to the inaugural episode of the Dear Foodcast. This is Alma speaking to you from Chicago. And this is Natalie from Dallas. And we're here to talk about eating food, making food, enjoying food, and all the things that go with it. Uh, This episode... um, We're very connected to food. We really like it. We're going to start off with the new year and new foods. It's 2015. Everyone's doing resolutions. Everyone's trying to be healthy. And we don't like it. It's the worst. It's the pits. It is the pits. No one likes to be healthy. I mean, everyone likes to be healthy, but no one likes to eat the healthy foods. It's too much work, doesn't really Mm -hmm. taste good all the time, and we're here to rant about it. That's right, and we would love to hear from you. You Feel free to find us on our Facebook page, find us on Twitter, find us on our blog. We would love to hear your comments and rants about healthy food, which we all end up eating at the beginning of every single year. Why do we do it? I don't know, man. I just feel like when that calendar ticks, you know, clocks over to 2015, to the new year, you want to start with a clean slate, right? So, which leads me Mm -hmm. to this episode's designated snack. What are you snacking on in 2015, Natalie? Well, um, when we first thought of this podcast idea, we did a little test. And what I was snacking on at the time, mind you, this was December 2014, I had wine and chips that tasted like ribs. However, today, since it is 2015, I am snacking on a protein smoothie, which actually tastes really good, but I still know it's healthy, so that kind of upsets me, and I'm pretty upset about it. But Alma, why don't you share what you're snacking on? I, too, am trying to be healthy this year, and I'm snacking on some homemade kale chips, which really the only thing that tastes good about it, it tastes like hot grass. The only thing that really tastes good (laughs) about it is that there's some salt on the Mm, kale chips. Salt. (laughs) Salt. And I mean, I love salt. Let's talk about salt. Do you dip them in ranch? (laughs) That 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 would make it a legitimate snack now, wouldn't it? It's not just grazing outside on a hot summer day. It's just me. It'll be. Alma and I have very strong opinions about what a snack is and what a snack isn't. Exactly. We would like to discuss it with you today. (laughs) Right. So the other day, I was having a conversation um, about snacking because trying to do this new kind of good for you diet which makes me upset to say and I was trying to come up with snacks that we can have like during the day and the answers were like carrots and hummus Mm -mm. uh, celery and peanut butter Mm -mm. nuts those Mm. are not snacks forgive me that is not a snack that is not a proper snack that does not satisfy someone's snack cravings Alma what would you have rather been snacking on that day a cake (laughs) (laughs) an entire cake that Um, is a snack yes that is a snack Um, that is a wholehearted snack and sometimes it's hard for me to understand why at two in the afternoon i can't just snack on a whole cake 
I mean, the word snack cake exists for a reason. Exactly. Snack cake. Not to mention, there are smaller types of cakes. Cupcakes. Cupcakes. Muffins. I would consider muffin a cake product. Exactly. Uh, we've got we've got brownies. Brownies. Cookies. We have cookies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's all types of pudding. I even would go for a pudding. I think a pudding would do if you're in a pinch. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're digging around and all you have is stupid almonds and then all of a sudden you come across one glorious chocolate pudding <laughs> in the back of the pantry. <laughs> Clearly you should choose the pudding. And then in the that almonds. case, <laughs> stupid almonds. No one likes you. No one likes you. Uh, and then the <laughs> other thing I know, Alma, is that the other thing I know is that people, I, I don't know, I have this theory Tell me but about your theory. Pretend, we all pretend that we like these healthy foods. Like, oh, I love raw almonds. They're so good. Or I love my plain Greek yogurt with my berries. Like, no one actually likes that. The only reason you do. eat those things is so you can eat the snack cake. Exactly. Your yogurt and berries is just a primer. I mean, why can't you have a cake that has yogurt and berries in it? Have you ever heard of a tart? Oh, a tart. <laughs> you know, like you can a put galette, a galette, a galette, chance. You could put <laughs> almonds or walnuts on brownies. I mean, come on now. That's yeah, real yeah. snacking. Why yeah. would you leave the yeah. good part out? I like to work my health foods into my existing snacks for example the walnuts in the brownies i am a brownie purist however and i like my brownies just straight up no nuts no nothing but As i could should be, be convinced of a tart i do love a berry tart yeah that's and that's if i'm feeling healthy you know yeah that feels healthy i need to cleanse healthy. my palate a little bit <laughs> yeah yeah before the cake before the cake <laughs> Now, and I'm not talking about snack cake. I'm talking about dinner cake. Dinner cake. I mean breakfast cake, which is muffins and pancakes. Yeah. Pancakes are breakfast cakes. Mm-hmm. Oh, pancakes. God bless America. God bless America. <laughs> so um, let's, let's talk about what really what, – what, why do people want to get healthy at the beginning of the year? Why do people feel like January is a good time – to do this. I just read an article, in fact, on how people do dry Januaries, where they just give up alcohol for the entire month of January. Are they sick in the head? I think so. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, this article kind of followed, it was the salt, love, NPR, um, saying that doing a dry month, while yeah, that's good for you, it doesn't really do anything because just like crash dieting, just like trying to be good at the beginning of 2015, you start you start by depriving yourself, right? Then uh-huh. come February, you instantly want to make up for everything. So you binge. Uh-huh. You binge on alcohol. You binge on snacks, cakes. And there's just no point in having suffered for that entire month. Yeah, I agree. I am a big believer in the Mediterranean diet in which they encourage a glass of red wine every night. And I encourage myself to have a glass of red wine in the evenings. It's just a nice, I mean, it's just nice. Antioxidants, great for the heart, great for the head. 
And by a glass, you mean a bottle, right? Uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> technically. <laughs> technically, I do have a glass that fits an entire bottle of wine. <laughs> so, who's discriminating on the glass size? No, but seriously, I have been very good about sticking to the standard glass size. Because I really do want to use wine healthfully and still enjoy it so i've had to practice some um some self-control on that and it's been great it's too hard to do everything all at once all at the beginning of the year and set that huge expectation for yourself we're human because you hate yourself afterwards exactly we're naturally inclined to love salty fatty sugary things because they taste so freaking good and it's really hard to eat like a caveman in modern times you're not yeah. going to go to a restaurant and find, like, just a carrot a on carrot. the menu. I'll have one. <laughs> Can I have steamed carrots? Also, not to mention, we're doing this in conjunction with our new workout habits, which everybody knows, the beginning of the year, the gym is packed full of people. And so not only are we eating foods we hate, we're also going to the gym that we don't want to be at when it's negative 15 degrees outside so it's no wonder everyone is so grumpy in january we're cold we're sore we're hungry we're tired we're poor after the holidays everything is upsetting in january so i don't understand why we do these things to ourselves so the message today friends (laughs) is continue december in january (laughs) (laughs) although i will have to say alma after i got back from all the holiday festivities i did not feel good i really did not but i'm not one to i mean i i feel like i eat pretty healthy throughout the whole year and i go to the gym pretty regularly and i get regular exercise so even for me though, someone that already naturally does these things, January is still hard because there's like extra pressure from people, you know, you go to the gym and the gym's packed and you feel like, oh man, I really got to be at the gym because all these other people are at the gym. And, um, you know, it's hard because you kind of feel that peer pressure, but it's just, it's hard, it's hard either way. But when I did, I mean, I did kind of feel crappy at the beginning of January and so I thought, all right, well, you know, this time when I go to the store, maybe I won't buy the rib chips, and maybe I will buy, buy the carrots. <laughs> I threw them out. Chips. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to know. If you're going down the grocery aisle and you see something that says baby back rib flavored chips, how can you not want to know? How can you not want to know? It's you're doing your duty to I don't have that society. kind of self-control. Yeah. I no. had to know. Yeah. I mean, they put the Oreos out front in the middle right before the registers for a reason. <laughs> yeah, they know. But this time at the store, I didn't buy the rib chips, and I did buy chicken and fish and almonds and the hummus and all that kind of stuff. And I do feel good about eating it. I just, you know... In this afternoon, I ate an orange instead of a snack cake, and I can't say that I really thought that was so awesome, but I did feel good about myself afterwards, so there's always that. I think that's the thing that I hate the most about it, is that people try to pass (laughs) off, especially in January, they try to pass off these healthy, quote-unquote, diets, you know, paleo, 
ketogenic, yeah. whatever, they try to pass it on as like you can still live your normal life. Oh, I know. Every you ad cannot. right now is like our diet with the things that you still love. Uh, I'm just no, that's full of BS. Let's all just acknowledge it right now. And then on the news, you know, they do all these little segments like how to make your favorite foods but healthier, and it's got you know all kinds of stuff in it that who wants to eat that? You know, no one if wants I can have to eat butter. That. If I could have something made with butter versus something made with applesauce, I'm choosing the butter every time. Every time. No contest. No contest. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come yeah. on. Although, I did not purchase bacon at the store this week, so I felt that like that was sad. a major... Yeah, I felt really good about myself. But, um, yeah, it's, it's hard. I mean, it's really good marketing, to be honest with you, because we're all trying to get healthy, but you can't... If you're, it's a, it's a habit kind of thing. It's like a behavior. If you are wanting to eat the crappy food, you're not going to be able to trick yourself into thinking you're still eating the crappy food, but it just has healthier ingredients. That's not, that's not what's going to change a lifestyle. You have to, you know, really change your eating habits and decide, oh, I actually like this orange better than I like that snack cake, which, I mean, never, that would never happen. That's never going to happen. But (laughs) yeah, exactly. The key is moderation. It's like, not that you can't have the rib chips, which we always want the rib (laughs) chips, but just don't have the rib chips every day. And don't (laughs) pretend that carrot sticks and hummus are rib chips. They're clearly not on the same level. Because that'll make you resent yourself. And that's what happens is that when you start hating yourself, then you just say, okay, I give up. And then the New Year's resolution is shot. Exactly. And, like, I know the whole reason we wanted to start this podcast is because you and I really enjoy food. We're one of those people who enjoy the experience. We love, you know, sitting down and enjoying a meal and talking about it. And and that's the kind of all the great stuff that's associated with. And if you're trying to do, like, paleo diet, you can't do that. You lose all of that. Mm -hmm. You can't Mm -hmm. sit in, you know, like, how annoyed do you get when you have to either be the person or be with the person who is like, oh, I can't have that. I can't go to that restaurant because I can't have carbs this week. Yeah. It's it's really annoying. It's upsetting. It's, upsetting. it's antisocial. It's downright wrong. Yeah. And if I'm going to make a meal, which I enjoy to do and I, I like to enjoy meals, or if I'm going out to a restaurant that I've been wanting to go to, I'm not going to sit down and try to figure out how to fit my diet into this restaurant's menu, or I'm not going to try to figure out how to make my favorite meal with ingredients that I don't really like. I mean, if I'm going to make homemade pasta, I'm going to make it with, like, white flour. I'm not going to substitute spelt and all this kind of other stuff that is healthier, but it's not going to be the experience that I want to have with that meal. Exactly. And, and But like, I'm also not going to eat a whole pound of pasta by myself. I mean, not every day. Sometimes. Just once a week. Just Tuesday <laughs> afternoons. <laughs> Just <laughs> the other thing that bothers me, too, is that, like, these diets exist for specific people for specific reasons. Usually, people have to adjust their diets, have to go gluten-free because they have a condition like celiac disease, which means they cannot have gluten because their body literally cannot have it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then people think that, and then they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I feel great. I feel so much better. It's like, well, yeah, you've adjusted 
mm-hmm. to fit your body's chemistry and its function. Like, yeah, you if you you can't tolerate, you know, lactose, drinking milk is going to make you feel really bad and really <laughs> <Yeah>. bloated. <laughs> but yeah. that doesn't mean someone who can tolerate lactose, if you cut milk out, it's going to stop making you feel fat and bloated. You're getting fat mm-hmm. and bloated for a different reason. <laughs> yeah, probably rib chips. And also, I think we need to remember that these diets, these diets that we all hear about, they are a business. I mean, they make money off of people signing up for them. So they can tell you whatever it is that you need to hear to get you to sign up for that diet. But we do have to remember that these are not completely altruistic deeds. These diets are a business, and they are there to make money. So that's something to keep in mind, too, when deciding what diet to go on. To be honest with you, I have, I mean, I'm under the impression that just the good old-fashioned exercise, eat well, drink lots of water, get lots of sleep diet is always the best, but everyone has their own preference. Right, exactly. I think it all boils down to some form of moderation. Right. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Stay on that diet forever? No, no one does that. No, no one does that. It, it, diets aren't, aren't. it's not like Tylenol, you know, you have a headache, you take mm-hmm. a Tylenol, it goes away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to no. eat every day. <laughs> so, it's all about the behavior. It's exactly. It's like your car, you know, so your car takes up too much gas, you know. What are you going to do? Like give it less gas for a few months? <laughs> it's not going to change how much gas it consumes. Like you still... <laughs> That's a good one, Alma. Thanks. I'm real proud of myself. (laughs) That's neat. Let's get back to the point is that January sucks because all these health foods are there and you feel like you have to eat them and they're not enjoyable and all you want is to sit at home and eat stew every day. But then you feel like, oh, wait, is this lean beef? Is it grass-fed? Is it local? Is it organic? Is it going to give me cholesterol? Am I going to get heart disease because I'm eating beef instead of like ground turkey which does not taste the same as beef and absolutely not then you get into that kind of trap that and beef versus ground turkey is a whole different podcast yeah. episode honestly <laughs> and then potatoes you know stew's got potatoes oh i can't eat potatoes because they've got too much starch well okay <laughs> potato, potato i love potatoes i love potatoes as much as i love bananas oh well alma you can't have those right now I'm so upset. I'm so upset. You have half a banana. You have half a banana. Almost trying to get cut. That's why she can't have bananas right now. Let's give you a little bit of context. I wanted to, (laughs) I hate having to tell people about this because it's so upsetting and it goes against everything that I believe in, everything that we just talked about. So I have a personal, everything, everything. I have a personal trainer and he uh, has decided that a way for me to get better results is to do this diet uh which is called carb cycling so essentially Mm -hmm. it's it's a kind of a modified form of paleo where it's high protein low fat low carb um alternating between days with a little bit less protein and more carbs um which actually internet research google this carb cycling bodybuilders use this to some extreme extent to really kind of cut down before shows now, like I'm not, I said, almost trying to get cut. <laughs> I am not a bodybuilder. Um, but it's supposed to kind of help you get lose a lot of fat really fast and build a lot of muscle pretty quickly. Um, so I hate this, but because I'm paying this guy, I'm going to try it and see what it's like. 
Unfortunately, it led me to the discovery that bananas have a lot of carbs. Who knew? I mean, I guess I guess I knew, but I mean, it's fruit. It's I feel fruit. Like fruit. I feel like fruit doesn't count. Fruit is supposed to be nature's candy. Like yeah. if I can't have a freaking cake, <laughs> can I have like a carrot cake? <laughs> <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> Oh, yes, Alma. A carrot cake is a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, just add a bit of sugar, some cream cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some yeah, raisins. That doesn't that have walnuts in it too? It could. It could. Could. It's an option. It's very. Healthy. It just. It upsets me when diets tell me that not only can I not have the snack cake and the rib chips, but oh, I also can't have fruit. And certain vegetables. That offends me. It doesn't make any sense. Like, if I'm supposed grows... to be able to eat as much of those things as I want, that's what the food pyramid says. Right. Which, how devastated were you, RIP food pyramid, when we lost I the know. food pyramid? That, it's, I was almost as upset as when we lost Pluto. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty upsetting. But, um, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Now that you've heard why we think January sucks... Tell us Don't worry, almost gonna, sucks. almost gonna do a podcast on <laughs> her get cut diet. <laughs> I will give you updates in subsequent episodes of the podcast. <laughs> she will get angrier and angrier as the weeks go on. You know why? It's because I'm hungry. That's why. You hangry. Yeah. Get hangrier I, oh, and hangrier. No. That's why everyone is so upset in January. It's cold, they're sore, they're hangry, and mm-hmm. they're poor. Because organic mm-hmm. foods cost a lot. Yeah, and you most likely used up all your vacation days, so there's oh, that too. You can't even escape to Aruba. Work is hard in January. I mean, January is literally the worst month of the year. Because we make it the worst month of the year. <laughs> I know, but how could we even make it better? There's no holidays. Um, it's Martin cold. Luther King's Day in January. Yeah, but who gets that off? Everyone I mean, should get maybe that you. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, I don't really know how we can fix January except for have a better attitude, but who wants to do that? At it's least, hey, one good thing about January. One good thing about January, though, is that all the good shows come back on. Last night, all my shows came on. There were six of them. I had to be a DVR Whoa. master and try to figure it all out. Now, what do you snack on when you watch all six of your shows? Oh, my goodness. Well, luckily, they come on during dinner time, so I'm making dinner while watching the show, and then I just eat dinner. So this is why we think January sucks. Tell us why you think January sucks. Follow us on Twitter at DearFoodGirls. Send us a tweet. Find us on Facebook. Find us online at DearFood.net. Send us an email. We'd love to hear what you think. Oh, and follow us on Instagram, too. We have pictures. Oh, yeah. We take pictures of yummy things that Mm -hmm. we eat and that we make. Mm -hmm. Help us support the January food movement. Healthy food is boring. Healthy food is boring. Everything in moderation. Wine, wine, (laughs) wine, 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 snack cakes. (laughs) Well, this wraps up this episode of Dear Foodcast. Thank you for joining us. This is Alma. And Natalie. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Oh, Mm -hmm. sorry, expletive, hang on. (laughs)